Money FM 89.3, best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. How are workforce strategies effectively changing in response to the pandemic? Is the outbreak accelerating a future workforce management approach? Which companies are accelerating changes to their total reward programs and workforce strategies, supporting employees either through additional income or in supplemental ways? What is the state of hiring, layoffs, or furloughs in Singapore? Joining me now to answer those questions and more is Alexander Krasavin, partner for APEC at Human Capital Solutions at Aon. Uh, Aon is a leading global professional services firm providing a broad range of risk, retirement and health solutions. Aon conducted two surveys, an initial survey in March and another in April, to study how companies are adjusting total reward programs and workforce strategies in response to COVID-19. First up, good morning, Alexander. Good morning, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me back on the show. Real pleasure. So did the survey shed light on whether companies in Singapore were committed to keeping layoffs at a minimum or did you see over time an increasing look at layoffs to manage costs? Well, let me maybe kind of harken back to the previous segment and take the more optimistic uh, side of uh, things because this is actually what we have seen from, uh, from the companies. A little bit about the, the surveys. The first one, as you mentioned, was released in, uh, uh, in March. There were about 50 companies who participated from Singapore, just over 300 in APAC, and about 2,000 globally. So these are global surveys. The one that we did in April, there were about 200 companies participating from Singapore, about 800 in APAC, and again, about 2,000 globally. And then I actually just received the raw results of uh, our third post uh, and survey, and we have almost 400 companies in Singapore. So the data and the interest in this is participating, but I wanted to kind of uh, outline that uh, before I share the, uh, the answers. And the answer is that only 4% of respondents have confirmed to have resorted to, to layoffs, right? There are 21% that are considering, mm. but all in all, it's, uh, things are not as bad. It is quite positive. Would you say that you're seeing a change in terms of the numbers that are increasingly looking to layoffs? Is that changing? Yeah, uh, a little bit. Um, all in all, we see that um, it, 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 nobody has a crystal ball, mm. right? Um, it's more of an approach of let's, let's wait and see. Let's really understand what are the, what's happening uh, with the circuit breaker, what's obviously, uh, what are the ramifications, especially for MNCs, directions globally. Um, companies are leaning on measures such as cautious hiring, right, or hiring freezes. Mm. Um, about 75% of companies in total are actually looking at those two to manage their costs. Uh, companies are being a bit more proactive in talking to employees and really understanding what their preferences are. So, for example, would you like to uh, maybe take a day off and therefore uh, take a little bit of a, a salary adjustment, allowing us to save some costs. How can we work together with employees to to balance that? I wonder if you can talk about how companies are actively managing employees' well-being. Are we seeing more do that? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. So, uh, and this is frankly, I, I don't know if your your WhatsApp or your your feeds uh, are. I have the same type of videos and uh, and positive sharing messages uh, that are mine, but these. Um, little anecdotes and stories of uh, people standing outside and clapping and supporting people and spending time with their families. Mm. That, if anything, has been such a positive side to this, uh, to this global pandemic and crisis. And we see that 
by and large, companies are really putting one thing at the top of their priority, which is their people. And that's exactly where it should be. If what we have seen is that employee assistance program specifically. Mm-hmm. So that's, um, uh, you know, everything is from uh, kind of um, enhancing to uh, sequent leave entitlements. Uh, to providing uh, a line to call in for some support. That has uh, increased. Uh, in fact, 75% of our respondents are taking that approach. Um, they're allowing uh, employees to take some time off if they have young children at home. Uh, as a father of two, I only know too well the fun struggles of being a math tutor to an uh, <laughs> eight and a 10 year old. Something maybe that the audience can resonate with. But this is something that we see again across the globe. If anything, there is a little bit of a difference to, let's say, other parts of the world uh, where uh, the social infrastructure or, let's say, um, the ability to take a a sick day uh, is not as prevalent. So in the initial survey, for example, the the answer array that we conducted, we saw a high and big increase in terms of number of sick days Mm -hmm. in North America just because simply that's not part of the quote-unquote standard package. Whereas in APAC, we are in a slightly different position and it's more prevalent to have uh, uh, you know, a greater number of vacation days, as an example. Okay, as you mentioned, the data for your surveys uh, keep coming in. But if we focus on the difference between the March surveys and the April surveys, I wonder if you could... You know, did you get a snapshot of how companies in Singapore were dealing with salary increases? Were more putting it off? Yeah. So, and and that actually has has happened. Uh, I, I obviously am trying to portray a, a bit more of a positive side to it, but um, as we have seen the true ramifications of the pandemic globally, uh, prevalence of companies in Singapore delaying or canceling salary increases. Uh, for employees actually grew from 8% in the first survey to 20%, right? And if you consider the larger sample size, then you see it is quite, a, quite an impact. We are, of course, uh, you know, an important uh, but still little peg in global economy. So uh, as other economies uh, uh, sneeze, uh, and will have a tremendous uh, uh, implication for us in this part of the world. And if we looked away from salary, how would you describe the provision of additional compensatory programs and which sectors are likely to provide this? Well, I I would actually, uh, if you don't mind, Michelle, I wouldn't quite uh, uh, stratify it by sector per se, but rather if these companies are considered essential or not, right? If we're asking our colleagues to go and interact with people where they potentially could put their uh, health uh, at risk, um, it has been relatively prevalent to provide some additional compensation. So, for example, if we do want to talk about sectors, it's manufacturing, mm. logistics, uh, um, operations. Out, yes. right? uh, and these typically payments uh, are provided over and above uh, government uh, support. Um, the results specifically of what is actually implemented, whether it's a weekly stipend or um, some sort of an additional hazard pay that's that's available uh, in our report that I'm happy to uh, to share as well. All right, and and broadly speaking, Alexander, how do you mm-hmm. see COVID changing future workplace strategies given the data that's coming into your surveys? Well, I referred to a crystal ball before. I still don't have one, uh, but if you were to push, uh, I see fundamentally, and there's been a lot of discussion about this, the shift in working models, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the big difference between, um, uh, let, let's say, companies that are uh, digitally native, so those who are 
comfortable with this online work, um, uh, with this remote work. Uh, people are, are liking it, right? Hmm. Um, and those who are perhaps not as, um, as comfortable with it, uh, we see that actually certain parts of the work um, have already been uh, quickly transitioning. So, for example, virtual interviews have increased to 80% of our respondents. They're saying now we're, when we're looking for people, uh, and yes, there's still some hiring, uh, about 80% of it is done completely online through assessment platforms such as theirs. Uh We see, for example, another hypothesis is appeal of bigger companies, right? Um, it's been a tough quarter for startups, and we work with uh, some smaller firms uh, a fair bit. But um, as VC money perhaps is redirected, as um, uh, you have the, the appropriate infrastructure of these large firms, uh, is there going to be a, a pivot to how we think about entrepreneurship, right? Maybe it will be intrapreneurship uh, from a larger uh, company sense. From that perspective, the broader employee value proposition is what's absolutely essential. It's not just about pay. It's not just about benefits. It's about come work for me, um, help us build a better, brighter future. And just on a personal side, as partner for APEC uh-huh. and Middle East and Africa, I imagine you used to travel quite a bit. Um, and now you're taking on the additional role of Matt's tutor, as you say. So do you think more employees, employees like yourself are going to want to have the option of the flexibility of working from home? Oh, absolutely. Uh, this is, listen, there's, there's life and there's work as far as I think, uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, right? There's a, there's, uh, obviously I really, as I'm sure you can tell, I really enjoy what I'm doing. Um, and don't get me wrong, uh, being able to speak with clients from across the region, uh, obviously is a lot of fun and enjoyable, but doing so remotely sometimes works just as well. Later on, for example, I'm presenting to clients in Sri Lanka, and tomorrow I'm talking to clients uh, uh, in India. Zoom, WebEx, all these technologies are making that easier, and why should we necessarily shift to completely the old way of doing things once this uh, plague is gone? Very interesting. Thank you very much for the insights as well. Alexander Krasavin is partner for APEC and MEA Human Capital Solutions at Aon. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.